0: Life, sex, goals, and oh, hell knows, this is Midlife Craving. Want to know what I've been up to? Hmm, let me see. Being a sub, leveling up on the Kinsey scale, rating cocks in a bar, (laughs) lifestyle fun, and more. Cravers, it's season three, and I'm back, baby six weeks have absolutely flown the fuck by. There's so much to tell you guys. First of all, I just want to say I've really enjoyed this time off so much. I really have. But I have missed you guys. I love hearing from you in my DMs. And as scary as it can be to share so much and be so vulnerable, I really do miss you guys in my life It feels good to be back. I'm feeling a little rusty. I always get like this anxious nervousness before I start a new season. And I'm like, do I really know what I'm doing? (laughs) But as soon as I get in here and press record, I feel back and I'm happy to be here. A few quick notes. No, I have not spoken to Mr. July since I cut him out of my life and I do not plan to. Yes, I have heard from Baywatch and I am really hoping to see him soon. No, I am not in a relationship, and frankly, I don't know if I see that for myself right now or anytime soon, if I'm being honest. Uh, and yes, I am seriously fucking happy, and honestly, I'm just out here living my best damn life. You know and I want to chat a little bit more about that. You guys know I've been on a mission to find my primary partner, someone that I can build something real with and also enjoy and share in the lifestyle. I know I'm like, I'm looking for a needle. I'm looking like for a broken needle in a haystack at this point. (laughs) You know, when it comes down to it, it's just, this has been a lot harder than I thought it was going to be to find a primary partner. Most men out there, they think they want a woman like me, right? Like that's the dream, a nympho like her, (laughs) but I'm a lot and I'm hard to keep up with. And As much as people think an open or an ethically non-monogamous relationship is amazing, it's one thing to think and talk about it, but another to have feelings for someone and then be willing to share. Further, I'm in this lifestyle with an incredible crew that I'm really enjoying. I'm developing great relationships with many of them. And man, I just feel like it's going to take a hell of a lot of confidence for someone to be with me. I think, too, I'm being a bit selfish right now because I can, right? I mean, after being in relationships for the last 15 years of my life, I'm finally doing me. It's crazy. I've been single over a year. And, you know, so when one of my lifestyle peeps wants to make a date, I'm going. When Baywatch wants to come over, he's coming, (laughs) literally. (laughs) I am just, I'm not willing to make any compromises on any of that right now. So yeah, that's just where I'm at. Before I get into my newfound love for being a submissive or the hot action that I've been getting lately, I've also been spending a ton of quality time with my daughter, the absolute most important, uh, with my family and friends, and I've been working really fucking hard. Speaking of friends, by the way, I know you heard me say earlier, raiding cocks in a bar. And yes, so (laughs) I've gotten close with a bunch of great dudes in my life. Uh, I don't want to give away too much about them or how I got to know them, but they have become my family, my brothers. They look out for me. I look out for them. And they're just amazing peeps to have in my life. Anyway, so one of my friends, so his friend, (laughs) it was his birthday. And he was like, Adrian, you'll love this guy. He has a huge cock. So I'm like, shit, let me find out. (laughs) He showed me some pictures before he got there. And I was like, damn, you know, okay. And you guys know me. I love any and everything to do with a big cock. So he comes in and I'm like, hey, happy birthday. I hear you have a big cock. (laughs) oh, I remember like that night got weird really quick. I think it was like a Thursday night too, which the fucking, me and fucking school nights, man. And I was like, listen, show me what you got. So in the middle of the bar, he whips it out. And I'm like, nice. And plus he had like huge balls. And I was like, wow, I was like, can I touch them? And he was like, yeah. And so I was like sitting here playing with his balls, like touching his dick. And I was like, wow, it's nice and big and thick and God. I love that fucking bar. I know what you're thinking right now. Adrian, did you fuck it? I did not. And no, I won't because he is extended family of my crew. And God, if there is one thing I've learned the motherfucking hard way, it is to not cross lines like that. In fact, I have a list of where I am no longer crossing lines ever again. So here, here are my no-go zones. Ready? Okay. Number one, work. I mean, is this, I feel like this should be on every single person's list. And well, if I'm being honest, I did have to learn this the really hard way. uh, Three times to be exact. If you've listened to some of my previous episodes, you've heard some of my shenanigans. And do not ever shit where you eat. 10 out of 10. Do not recommend. Do not do it. I mean, you got to fucking go there every day. It's your income. It's not worth fucking around with. So work is the number one no-go zone. Number two the gym. <laughs> Who have I learned this lesson. So the gym is also my church. It's my sanctuary. It's where I go to relieve stress, it's where I have my gym fam, it's where I spend a lot of my time. And so if you fuck up something there, it's like then you find yourself changing your gym schedule and then unable to get your workout in and then this, you know shit got weird and just fuck that. Absolutely not. <laughs> not fucking anybody at the gym. Number three, bartenders. Uh, You can go ahead and refer to episode 11 with Uncle Mo if you want extended details on that. But essentially, you know, the bartender knows everything. I think Uncle Mo stated, you know, they're the quarterback of the room. And you just don't fucking go there. They know everything. They know everyone. And then also, if it's one of your favorite places, you can't go there again, you know? So fuck that. Just, you know, don't fuck the bartender. (laughs) Uh, Number four, and here's where this comes into play with my big cock and big balls (laughs) guy, Uh, people in my inner circle. So any of my crew that I hang out with all the time and even like their close close friends, not like an extended friend, like a friend that's coming out of town. Yeah, I'm going to fuck that guy. But, you know, I just I can't be fucking friends or even their close friends because then it's like you go to an event or you go to a happy hour and then it's just weird and like I don't know I I like to keep as much drama out of my life as possible so if I'm fucking friends or fucking their friends it's too much shit you know, I love that saying, don't start no shit, won't be no shit. And I feel like that's a big thing when it comes to fucking friends or crossing that line with even their closest friends. So that's a no for me too. Man, I'm really cutting out a lot of good cock in my life right now. <laughs> i a little depressed, but I can't do it. It's not worth it. You know, I talk to Uncle Mo about this a lot and I say to him, I'm like, once that last drop comes out, you're just full of instant regret and it's just not worth it, you know. All right, my last no-go zone any regulars at any of my regular places. So, you know, I kind of stay like in a little triangle around my area. I have my favorite Mexican joint, my favorite dive bar, a brewery, um, you know, a local grill down the street, whatever. Just like in my little zone, the places that I like to frequent the most, I'm not fucking anybody there because I want to keep continuing to go to those places without feeling weird, without drama. Um. God, I'm really crossing off a lot of <laughs> opportunities here. Shit. But I know for myself, it is not worth it. So my no-go zones, work, gym, I ain't fucking no bartenders, anybody in my inner circle, and any regulars at any of my regular places. Okay, moving on. Speaking of the gym and working out, of course, I've been crushing it with Katina her and I have gotten really into lifting, and I have gotten so much stronger. So shout out to you, sister. My workouts with you, they mean everything to me during the week. I really don't know if you know how much that means to me. Uh, and I'm always trying to lose those elusive 20 pounds. <laughs> if I could quit drinking beer and eating burgers and wings, I mean, it would probably fly right off, but a uh, girl's got to live, you know? Oh, I also, I joined a boxing gym. That has been an experience. <laughs> I think I'm one of four girls who belong there. And honestly, I fucking love it there. <laughs> the music is extremely loud. Um, I don't even need to use headphones. And it's all like gangster rap and fucking all the like rap that I love. And it's definitely a little scrappy. And I don't know. It's a, it's me. I fucking like it. Uncle Mo turned me onto it. And I call it the NFA gym. NFA stands for no fucking around. Everyone there is working hard, reaching a goal, and I like that. When I leave out of there, I am fucking wiped out, soaking wet. (laughs) Not in that way, I wish. But my shirt's soaked, and I always get a really good workout in. You know, I'm working hard in there. I feel like everybody else that's working hard around me makes me work harder. And uh, yeah, there's lots of sweat all over that floor. I'm even thinking of taking some boxing lessons, and I may even step into that ring. Uh, I watched the other guys, and I've never done something like this before in my life, but one of the trainers there, he was like, you know, I can show you, so I think I'm going to take him up on it this fall. So maybe may be a good way for me to get some aggression out, you know, <laughs> and, oh, Uncle Mo, if you're listening, I challenge you to a duel. <laughs> You know, so yeah, I have a wild life and, you know, a lot of fun, but my priorities are absolutely straight. Um, During this off season, I have truly enjoyed the downtime with my fam, crushing it in the office, like I'm fucking crushing it at work, uh, the gym and working towards my goals. You know, I always have goals. I talk about that a lot in the show. And a big one for me is to go back to school and earn my Ph.D., Uh, I plan to do that in the next four years. So Dr. Hollister at your service. (laughs) Oh, that can totally be a theme for role play. I'm making a note right now. Speaking of my fantasy list, which yes, I am still checking items off and adding to it. Uh, if you haven't heard about my list, my fantasies list, it's a simple little list that I keep in the notes section of my phone. I highly recommend everyone to do this, but it's especially fun with a partner. You can even share it with them, and it's a great place to store, you know, date night ideas, fun things you want to experiment with and try, fantasies you want to have fulfilled. You know, it really keeps things hot and spicy. Um, I had, you know, Dr. B's waiting room. I had a list that I share with him, and it's really fun to do. If you want to see my full list, by the way, just hit me up on Instagram at midlifecraving and I am happy to share. Also, feel free to share me some of yours because I'm always trying to add new things to try on mine. I've marked some pretty big ones off my list lately and I've added a few that I think you're going to be shocked to learn about. Okay, so things I've knocked off my list over the break. Number one, being a submissive. More on that in a bit, but oh my God, like... I'm sold on that shit. Uh, give a double blow job. That was fucking hot, by the way. Cannot wait to do that again. More group sex. Uh, I had a some hot foursome play. Getting tied up. Mm, we're going to go into more details about that later. Oh, my God. So I've never been tied up. How crazy is that? And I haven't done like extensive tying up with ropes and all that stuff. But, you know, cuffs around my ankles, cuffs around my wrists. Um I, I fucking love it. I even talking about it right now, I'm like, my mouth is watering. (laughs) You know, my usual, (laughs) this bitch is never going to change. I also experienced asphyxiation. Okay. Again, listen, more on that later. There's so much to share and I will share it. Um, But you know, breath play is my thing. So I will say that is probably the biggest thing that I checked off my list. Oh, and also a spreader bar. I experienced a spreader bar and I fucking loved it. I'm sitting here thinking like, God damn, I got all that in. (laughs) Well, it's been six weeks. Jesus, I've been a little busy. Meanwhile, I feel like I'm like cock starved over here. I haven't had sex in like a week. I'm like, what's going on? (laughs) All right. All right. Things I've added to my fantasy list. You know, I'm always adding shit. All right. So (laughs) this is going to surprise you. Uh I want to get fucked with a strap-on and I want to have another woman do that to me. Uh I want to use a double-ended dildo with another woman. Uh I want to have sex in my favorite dive bar's bathroom. <laughs> like, add it to the fucking list, okay? Like I just I really want to do that. Probably the men's room I'm thinking. Um, and then also I added to my list, fuck Buffalo hottie. It's kind of a little inside thing. Katina, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And if you're listening, you hot motherfucker, I can't wait for you to visit because I'm going to fucking break you. <laughs> he is so fucking hot and sexy and like his five o'clock shadow and gorgeous eyes. And mm, mm, yes, I, am. Um, mm, come down here and see me. <laughs> I cannot wait Well, I guess you'll rock my world too, but I want to fucking break you. Okay, shoo. (laughs) So there's a lot to unload here. Mm, Unload. And I guess I'll detail a few of them. So here we go. First was giving the double blowjob. That's something that's been on my list for a really long time. You know, when I'm watching porn and I see that, I've always been like, I wonder what that's like. Um, I don't know. I've just always wanted to do that. And even in some of the group play experiences I've had before, I just haven't had the opportunity to do it. And so I was with one of my absolutely favorite couples ever, and it was so hot. It was during some group play, and it was really fun to do that with her. She's also one of my favorite people. Uh, She knows who she is. It was just super hot to look up at his enjoyment, to watch her suck his cock, and then her and I could kiss in between and then suck his cock together. Um, 10 out of 10, we'll definitely do that again. Um, I absolutely want to do that with them again. Um, I was also a little bit buzzed. I hate that. Like, I hate when you're like kind of buzzed. Like I want to remember every fucking detail. So next time, no drinking. And I want to do that again with you guys. You know who you are. (laughs) All right. So being a submissive, like a real deal submissive. I definitely always feel submissive in the bedroom. That's my thing. Um, I like being submissive. I like, you know, someone else taking control and I've experienced, you know, impact play, dominant play before. And I talk about how I'm a brat. I am a classic defined brat in the bedroom. But holy fuck. I was with a legitimate dom and I was a complete submissive. And wow, um, I, it's funny. Damn, I feel like every time... When I try something new, I'm like, God damn it. Because like I've leveled up, right? And then I can't live without it again. I'm having like these mind-blowing, incredible sex sessions. And it's ruining me because I want it that way every time from now on. Being submissive like that is absolutely a sweet spot for me. And I fucking love it. So two of the absolute hottest moments for me was time with him and, uh, experiencing being like in this submissive role. And one of them was being tied up. So I had, and it's not like what you think. I didn't have handcuffs on. I didn't have like rope around my wrists. It was like a cuff. And then there was like a link that connected, you know, the two. So I didn't do too much with that. And I know that like, I can experience way more in this world, but So the one thing that I did that I absolutely loved was I got on my knees and it was like so perfect, by the way, because everything was explained to me and shown to me first. And I don't know, it was just a very, very incredible experience. I felt super safe and, um, and I trust him implicitly. I think that's huge to allow yourself to be tied up and do all these things. Um, so if you're going to try this and experiment, I absolutely recommend doing it with an experienced, trustworthy partner. Let's put that disclaimer out there. So anyway, so I'm on the floor and on my knees and you know, I love choking and throating cock like that's my thing and so he put my hands behind my back my hands are tied behind my back I'm like making the motion right now (sighs) so I'm on my knees and he's just talking to me let me just tell you how I don't know how to explain this being submissive to him taking his direction and also like fighting back a little bit and he is not fucking playing with me you know and he's like you're gonna fucking do this It was so fucking hot. I'm not kidding you. My pussy was dripping on the floor, okay? Like, it was, I have never really experienced that level of on, right? Like, I mean, I was fucking ready. So I'm on the ground, you know, on my knees, dripping on the carpet, and he starts slowly fucking my face and then fucking my throat, and he would push his cock all the way down and I can't breathe, and he would say, that's a good girl be like looking up at him. My eyes are watering. I'm gasping. And then he would pull out and I would be like, do it again. I just, when I'm telling you that experience was so fucking hot and so amazing. I, uh, I fucking love it there. Like you want to get me fucking put my hands behind my back, put my ass on my knees, have my pussy dripping on the floor you know, shove your cock down my throat. Oh, my God. And talk to me like that. I don't, I, you know, I know it's not for everybody, but for me, it is. So absolutely loved that. Uh, you know, God, and it's the talking dirty, right? It's like, you like taking that cock, don't you? And I can't answer back, right? Like, my mouth is full. Uh, and he would be like, you know, take that cock. You're such a good girl. And, oh, my God, it was oh, my God. <sighs> Oh, my God, it was so hot. You know what's funny, too? It's like some people think like you're going to say, oh, yes, daddy or yes, sir. You know, I'm trying to think. I forget what his preference was. I don't think I even said anything back. Um, we didn't even have that. But I, I think I would like that. I, I, don't, I don't think I – I'm not a huge fan of daddy. I guess if he wants me to say that, I'll pretty much do whatever. Um, the brat and me will get it wrong every now and again. But I don't know. We had that playful banter back and forth, and uh, it was fucking amazing. This brings me to the spreader bar. Okay, so I have cuffs on my hands, cuffs on my ankles. And again, I was super comfortable. He showed me everything before. And he, like, he comes over and he was, like, hands me this, like, pull. And he was, like, do you know what this is? And I'm, like, uh... Yeah, as like a spreader bar. And he was like, yes, we're going to do this. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I'm so excited because I'm like, I didn't know like what was coming out of that fucking bag, like Mary Poppins bag. Like, I didn't know what's coming next. And he took his time and showed me, you know, there was like one pole that went into my cuff and then one in the middle. And he was then one on the other side. He was like talking to me the whole time. And then he got on his knees. I was on the bed. He like got on his knees on the edge of the bed took my legs, like my ankles and just lifted with one arm. And of course I have no control. Like my legs are open. Like there's nothing I can do. And he ate me out and I came and squirted everywhere. And just having that fucking like restraint, like that const- like I can't move, right? Like my legs are open. There's nothing I can do about it. And I, I now have to get a spreader bar. Like I, I have to have, I have to do these things all the time. Uh, It was fucking hot. Like, I'm like, God damn, like this is fucking amazing. And I've never experienced with these types of things in the bedroom before. And I just, I fucking loved it. Also, he was really good at spanking me. There's a lot of things that happened, but <laughs> all right, let me talk about the most intense moment I've had being a submissive. And that is to experience erotic asphyxiation. I feel like I'm totally saying that wrong. Asphyxiation, whatever. Uh, It's basically a form of breath play. Um, I looked up the definition. It's the intentional restriction of oxygen to the brain for the purposes of sexual arousal. Me, as a girl who loves breath play, being choked, this is something I've always wanted to try, but it takes, and again, this is a serious disclaimer, an extremely experienced partner, someone that you trust (laughs) implicitly, like there is without a doubt you trust this person, I mean, with your fucking life, right? So he and I discussed it before, and he knew that was something I wanted to try, and he was like, I'm experienced in that, and so we get in the position, so okay, okay. We're, I'm, we're basically spooning. I'm behind him and he puts, he likes to have a mirror so he can see everything that's going on, which is key by the way. So he can see my reaction, right? When he's behind me, he can't see, you know, I mean, this sounds crazy, but like my eyes rolling in the back of my head, right? Like he doesn't know. So having the mirror there is key. And then also he is extremely experienced. So he knows, you know, how to control it, but it's basically a chokehold. So I'm laying, we're both on our sides, like spooning or whatever and he's inside of me and fucking me slowly. And he's saying like really sweet and hot and sexy things in my ear. And I'm just like, oh, like I'm laying there getting fucked. And he has me like kind of in a chokehold. Right. And then slowly he's like, you know, getting a little tighter and then letting go and then getting a little tighter and then letting go. And then it happened really fast. I just like had this massive rush. I, Honestly, I felt fucking high. Like, I was like, oh my God, like, what was that? And he was like whispering and was like kissing me on my neck. And he was like, you're good, you're good. And I was basically on the brink of blacking out, right? <laughs> and it sounds nuts, but it was the most intense high. Um, I felt very warm. I was like all tingly. Mind you, I'm getting fucked by a big cock at the same time. And it was just some next level shit. And again, I do not, I absolutely do not recommend this with anyone that doesn't know what they're doing. It's a very serious thing. And it's not something I'll do all the time, but I'm really glad I was able to experience it. And I did like it a lot. Um, And it's something I will do with him again, but definitely not every time. Um, But it's an absolute intense, wild, crazy rush, something that I will absolutely never forget. Oh my God, I got to mention one more thing, one more thing, one more thing. So I actually went to dinner with him one time and we sat down and we were waiting on drinks and he looks at me and he says, do you think everyone in here knows what a little slut you are? And I'm sitting there and I'm like, by the way, this place is fucking packed. And I'm like, um, I, 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 I don't think so. I don't think they know. And he was like, do you think I should tell them? And I'm like, oh my God. I'm just looking at him and this motherfucker is dead serious, okay? It was so hot. You know, if you have that type of play with your partner, oh my God, like any guy that dates me in the future, like absolutely say shit like that to me in public, it is fucking hot. Okay. I gotta, I need to cool off here a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. I've been thinking about all these things. My pussy's getting wet. I'm, okay. I can't wait to do that again. All of it. Okay. Now let's... (laughs) Let's move on and talk about two items on my to-do list because I know when I mention them, a lot of my cravers who know me well, they probably were like, is this Adrian? Like, what are you talking about? All this play with women. But, you know, getting fucked with the strap on and using a double-ended dildo. I mean, like I said, I know what you're thinking. What's happened to our cock-loved, starved, cock-obsessed girl? But you know what? I'm expanding my horizons. Um, I've progressed for sure uh, when it comes to women. I have really enjoyed kissing women. I think I've kissed about six girls now. Um, (laughs) And I fucking like it. And you know what? If I tried it and I liked it, so I'm going to do it again. It's funny because a lot of people like to put a label on things. I feel like people want to put a label on me. And for me, it's very situational. I do feel like, though, I am probably a solid two on the Kinsey scale now if you want some sort of measurement, Uh, which, by the way, Anne's taught me about that from Two Hot Wives podcast. And what I'm talking about, it's called the Kinsey scale, also known as the heterosexual homosexual rating scale um and it's basically a way to describe a person's sexual orientation based on their experience or you know their response at any given time so i actually googled it and you can google it as well uh it's a scale that ranges from 0 uh for those who had desires for sexual experiences only with the opposite sex uh to 6 to those who have exclusive same sex desires or experiences and then One through five are for those that have like varying levels of desire or experiences with both sexes. Um, So let's see the rating description. Zero is exclusively heterosexual. Uh, Number one is predominantly heterosexual, only incidentally homosexual. And then number two, which is what I think I am (laughs) right now, at least, is predominantly heterosexual, but more than incidentally homosexual. And then three is like an equal hetero and homosexual. Uh, Four is predominantly homosexual, but more incidentally heterosexual. It goes on and on. So yeah, I would say I'm more of a two. And you know what? That could change. Um, One of the things that drives me so crazy in this world is the way, how close-minded people are and how people have to pigeonhole or label you, especially sexually. And like, don't even get me started on the misconceptions about being in an open relationship or being a swinger, but it's tough. Cause like I said, this is very situational for me. You know, I have a hot friend, you know who you are, and she has a strap on and I absolutely want to try it with her and her and I have talked about it. And plus like... I think she's one of my favorite women to kiss. Uh, Oh my gosh. One night me and her were coming back from a party and we were like making out the entire time in the car. It was so fucking hot. I think it was like 30 minutes of just straight up making out. She is such a good kisser. Uh, (laughs) And I really, I'm open and I want to experience that with her. I think it would be hot. And then I have another very good friend of mine um, who her and I have discussed a double ended dildo and she's like, I want to try that. And I'm like, yes. I'm like, you know what? I would love to try that with you. She's also a good kisser too. <laughs> My lips are getting around. <laughs> um, And hey, listen, I, I know that you're listening and we've already talked about it, but we totally have to have your boyfriend watch us. I think it would be extremely hot. Oh, you know what we could do? We can do the double-ended dildo and then like... Suck his dick at the same time maybe if we can figure it all out or like he can take turns. Oh, my God. Could you imagine how hot that is? Okay. Anyway, (laughs) adding to the list, adding to the list. You know, I think I just love the aspect of play, experimenting and exploring and just seeing what I like. Like I said, I'll try something once. If I like it, I'll do it again. And if I don't, then I won't, you know, um, I guess my mind and my legs, especially in the spreader bar are totally open and I'm loving all of the opportunities that I've been given in this amazing lifestyle that I'm in right now. So, gosh, it's a lot. That's what's been going on with me. As I'm sitting here listing it out, I'm like, damn, bitch, you've been busy. Um, But I have been, you know, working a lot and having a lot of fun and truly just thriving. Life is good. And it's taken a lot of hard work on my part to break cycles and move past things and, you know, go through those phases and healing and all that shit to get to where I am. And I'm really fucking proud of myself right now. I can't help but think about one of my favorite movie lines right now because I feel like this is kind of my life right now. Uh, And it goes, I have no idea what I'm going to do tomorrow. And the response is, How exciting. (laughs) You know, and that's truly how I feel right now. Like, I don't know what's next, I don't know what's going to happen by the end of the summer. I know I'm not going to get stuck in the Bahamas again. I can guarantee you that. (laughs) I don't know what's going to happen at the, you know, in the fall or the rest of the year, but it's really fucking exciting to me. And I'm open and out here just doing my thing and really happy. All right, Cravers. So a few end of show notes. Many of you ask about Captain Morgan. Uh, He's my favorite vibrator clit sucker actually in the world. And you can go to my website, midlifecraving.com and click on links. There's a link there, or you can visit tracysdog.com. I know that sounds crazy, but it's T-R-A-C-Y-S- D-O-G dot com and he is the OG sucking vibrator. And if you use the code Adrian Hollister, I know it's like the craziest code ever, like my full name, Adrian Hollister, you can get 10% off your order. And I uh I fucking love Captain Morgan. He is simply the best. I actually used him right before this recording, you know, to take the edge off. <laughs> and um, some people take a shot. I'm having an orgasm. Uh and I swear to God, like, man, I can have an orgasm within like five minutes. Not even, you know, what? I'm going to time myself. That sounds like a challenge. I'm going to see how fast I can come <laughs> using Captain Morgan. That thing phew, mm, it is what dreams are made of. All right, Cravers, get ready because in two weeks, one of my favorite gals is joining me here on the show. If you're on TikTok, you will recognize her and know her as OG underscore Christina. And that's Christina with a K, K K-R-Y-S-T-I-N-A. You know, she is one of the pioneers of swing talk. And I am so excited to have her on the show. Now, listen, if you know her and you're going to get to know her, she has been through some shit this last year. And you know, I told her, you can choose to talk about that and discuss it if you want, but what I'm mainly looking forward to talking to her about is how she found her confidence. Her unapologetic attitude is what draws me to her most. She is wild. Um, she is fucking hot and extremely gorgeous. She has an incredible story to share. But her candor, self-awareness, and absolute realness. I mean, this bitch. I mean, I'm out there, right? Like, I'm real. I'm raw. And she, I'm like, wow. Like, (laughs) fucking love that about her. I... I'm going to be learning about her and her experience as an open swinger. You know, she's out there and sharing it with the world, which a lot of people in open relationships, they don't share it. I don't blame them for that. And Christine and I are going to talk about that. Uh, I'm going to ask her to share some do's and don'ts and lessons (laughs) that she's learned um, in her experience in the lifestyle. And she also has some hot stories to share And I love, she talks about some of her fantasies. So I'm hoping she'll share some of those here too. All I know is for sure, it's going to be amazing, hot, sexy, and so fun having her on. And I can't wait. I'm going to give you some homework too. So first be sure to rate and review my show. It means so much to me. And I want you to make yourself a fantasy to-do list like I was talking about earlier. If you want to hit me up on Instagram at MedLifeCraving to get some ideas or to share some of yours, hit me up over there. I want to hear all the things. All right, Cravers, mm, go make that list. You make that list and you check it twice for me.